0: hello everyone and welcome back to to have and to roll i'm daft prodigy joined as always by my beautiful husband rain zero you're listening to session 81 thrall keepers legacy the cover of night are continuing their delve into an ancient ruin of the thassalonian empire after running into a friendly tentacle that I'm sure was just lonely after being stuck in the ruin for thousands of years. That's probably the only thing even remotely dangerous in here. Probably. This session features sound effects from Sirenscape and music from Michael Gelfi Audio. Details in the description. And now, let's fall down that shaft of totally safe glowing green light to find what awaits us below on Curse of the Crimson Throne.
1: Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back
0: to, to Curse, Curse of the, of the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. Curse
1: of the Crimson
2: Throne.
0: So what happened last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne? Stuff. And with that extremely helpful recap, we'll go right into it.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> no, what, what, no I, I, I have to ask you. <laughs> I have to ask you. It's very important. Okay. Uh, actually, have I, have I ever talked on the show about why I do it this way?
0: is it to give you more time to prep stuff while yes. we're
1: live on <laughs> Exactly. No. Yeah. Um no, it's it's actually um it's actually a, a thing that I got I think I got it from Matt Coville, where basically you you uh you have the players do the recap one to make sure that you know that they know what's going on uh and two if they have anything incorrect you can make sure that you correct them uh on it maybe not in the intro but like Give them information during the game that will correct anything that they have wrong.
0: Oh, that's nice. Have you ever had to do that for me? All the time. <laughs> All the time.
1: Um, constantly. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of information. I mean, like, like one of the things is I I do run this sort of like a mystery, right? And and, uh, one of the things that you do run into when I run a game like that is that um, you come up with your own explanations and they're often wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh,
0: Sometimes they're right.
1: As anything made with incomplete information usually is. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and this game is no exception. And uh, so what I'll usually do is if I see you going off in the wrong direction, Mm -hmm. I'll make sure to seed some information into the future. That'll bring you back toward what's right.
0: Well, you're doing a great job because uh, I seem to be very put together and intelligent in most of the episodes of the show, except for when I have a plan that involves sneaking.
1: Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. What did happen last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne? Stuff. Thanks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne, we uh, set off... From the Callow Mount, or no, we sent off from the Temple of the Moon, uh, where we had made friends with the Lyrunqua, the group of Shawanti who worshipped Desna uh, and who needed that temple cleared. We met up with Truth Speaker Akram, who is interesting. Unique.
1: <laughs> he is unique. Uh,
0: and very aggravating to all of my party members in different ways. Uh, I think he likes it. Uh, (laughs) I think he enjoys being aggravating. Or as Yunia said, uh, difficult on purpose. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, For instance, he refused to shadow walk um, because it is an illusion-based spell and he could end up anywhere after it. Uh, And so we walked to our next destination which was the Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers. On our way there, we were being tailed by a mysterious group of people on horseback who liked to find, you know, the the picturesque bluffs and stuff to stand atop and be dramatically silhouetted against the sky. Uh, and we could not find, yes. we could not figure out who they were. We tried saying hello. Uh, we didn't try approaching them and out of concern that that would seem aggressive. Um, but when we reached the Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers, which uh, is a collapsed tower with a... Considerably uh, large undercroft that still remains mostly accessible. We discovered that the folks who were following us were, in fact, Crojan, eats what he kills, and his posse. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Lenore said hi. Crojan laughed real loud. Um, Somebody dropped a rock into the huge pools (laughs) of black liquid that I very, very much wanted to avoid dropping anything into. Yep. And uh, the floor rumbled a little bit. Yes. We went about our exploration of the Acropolis, uh, having sort of agreed with Crojan that we would have a little race to find the place that distributes the Thrall Keeper's Mark. Um, And uh, after a little bit of digging, found a little um, puzzle thing that showed us a map of... The next floor of the acropolis basement
1: yes, and then as
0: we were casting buffs to go down there
1: it actually showed actually the the map showed you uh, a full a full lay a three dimensional uh layout of the entire building ah, as it was supposed to be.
0: all right, did that include an enormous tower? Yes, cool. Okay. the tower's
1: gone
0: now. <laughs> yeah, the tower's gone now it fell over um, <laughs> um, or was knocked over. we don't really know. But as we were casting buffs to go down to the second level of mm-hmm. the basement, our spellcasting made a little bit of noise. Yes. And something reached an enormously long tentacle <laughs> out of yes. the pits of black liquid.
1: Yes. It didn't seem that it could see you. And but it was sort of was feeling trying to around
0: to find our location. We did the thing where somebody is coming to the elevator and you don't want anybody else in the elevator. So you slam the closed doors button (laughs) Uh, and um, the tentacle turned toward us and started trying to get uh, into the door before it closed, but the door did manage to close and we hopped downstairs before it could follow us. And that's where we left off.
1: All right. And um, with that, uh, you hear a throom, thud against the door. Uh, oh, I should actually clarify something. Um, there are a few things uh, that I didn't mention last time, or I don't know if I made them clear enough last time, That I just want to impress upon you. Okay. Um, so there's a few things about this place. Um, one, it's made of like all black stone with like little red crystal in it. Yeah. Um, but there is writing all over all of the walls here. Oh, yes. Uh, And I believe you looked at it for a little bit, but you didn't, like, get too far into it. Yes, we
0: saw the Chronicle of Yamis Jakobs.
1: (laughs) Yes, the Chronicle (laughs) of Yamis Jakobs, Uh, and and his creation of the universe. Yes. Um, Anyway, uh, and and, um, additionally, uh, between sessions here, one of the things that we did is I gave you a riddle to solve. Yes. uh, Which you solved in between sessions, because I thought it wouldn't make the best airtime. Uh, but when we come to the source of that riddle, uh, your party will solve it in, I don't know, probably like five minutes or something.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, um, we- and I'll,
1: and we'll... we'll uh, um, now, if you're listening to the show, what I'm going to do uh, is I am putting the riddle up on our Tumblr. And if you want to solve the riddle, uh, it's on there right now. Uh, so if you want to figure out how they got through this thing... Go to Tumblr, check out the riddle, see if you can solve it, uh, ah. and you might be able to figure stuff out.
0: It was forty-five minutes mm-hmm. of me muttering to myself, yes, scratching some things on paper, and silence. But it worked.
1: <laughs> but it worked.
0: No, it did. It did. I. It was a you great it right. riddle. It was a great riddle. I loved it. I had a fantastic time. Um, But it doesn't make for good airtime. So yes.
1: anyway, um, it's one of those classic things like uh, I think I've talked about this a million times, but like, you know, I think riddles are fun and they're they're kind of one of those quintessential adventuring things that is hard to translate to a tabletop game. And it's mm-hmm. even harder to translate from tabletop game to entertaining thing for people to listen to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, and um, you know, and it's it's doubly hard in that way when it's just one person solving the riddle.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so so our solution is, I let you solve the riddle on your own time. And if you're a listener and you want to solve the riddle, it's up on Tumblr now. Go check it out, uh, and you can see if you can solve it yourself. It's great. Anyway, now now, uh, there's writing all over the walls. Uh, something just slammed into the door. It's yes. some giant tentacle. Dust <gasps> falls from the ceiling.
0: I would love to make some sort of check to see WT fuck that was.
1: Sure. You make a knowledge dungeoneering.
0: Oh. Oh, Damien! Damien has a not bad knowledge dungeoneering. I'm rolling my dispel dice D20 today. Uh that is a 23 for Damien. Let me see if anybody else. Oh, Ophelia has dungeoneering. Let's see if she can help. And Ophelia does in fact help with a 19. And Trinia actually beats Damien with a 24. That's so our highest. So uh 24 with two AIDS is 28.
1: None of you have any fucking clue what this thing is.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like,
1: uh, I think we need to we would need to see more of it to know what it is, but I don't necessarily want to see more of it.
0: No, that's I think a completely valid viewpoint to have. Uh that was um, fucking terrifying. I will
1: give you. Uh, I will give you uh, something, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it does seem. One thing you do notice about it is that it didn't seem to see you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: because it was also, you know, it was a tentacle. Um, but it was feeling around, uh, and sort of like hanging in the air,
2: mm-hmm.
1: just sort of like almost expectantly.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and one of those, one of the things that I want to impress about the movement of this thing, is. You know, it's it, it's it didn't get up and like grasp at at the ground and like uh-huh. pull up or anything like that. Uh-huh. It just it came up out of the darkness, and it hung in the air, mm-hmm. just the tip, just sort of scanning the surface mm-hmm. of the stone, mm-hmm. about five feet above the stone, uh-huh. uh, until the door started to move, and then it lunged toward the door. Mm-hmm. Well, you will get well, that it does seem to have some sort of. It doesn't seem to see, but it has some kind of blind sense. Uh,
0: consider me impressed upon? Um, <laughs>
1: and so now you are sealed in the room.
0: Uh, yes.
1: Um, uh, The the light well that goes down below is uh, in the center of the room. Off to the side, there is a shrine featuring a serpentine golden statue with, with six wings and a head shaped like the seven-pointed star that adorns all of the Doors.
0: Mm. Did I make a religion check on this statue?
1: You did, and, and I didn't. You did not succeed in right. identifying it.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so uh, Damien is going to say, "I think it go or what, what was Wait, actually,
1: I will say, um, you didn't gain any new information about yeah. the statue. You recognize um, the seven pointed star." and the iconography and the inscription says that this is Lasala, who you know is a Thessalonian god.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, like, you you identified Lasala once before. Yeah,
0: Lasala was the uh, original um, person, or goddess, to whom the the temple of Urgothoa beneath Corvosa was dedicated. Yes,
1: that's who, that's who the temple to Urgothoa was dedicated to. And that temple also had a seven-pointed star mm-hmm. in the sanctum. Yes. Uh, and so you don't really know, like, anything about Lasala's... Deal or what's going on here? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah.
0: Damian uh, uh, looks at the door as it closes and goes,
3: "I think it's tracking us by sound." Sa- <clears throat> I mean, I think it's tracking us by sound.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he had just finished casting invisibility on mm-hmm. Ophelia. He was going to cast major, or he was going to cast mirror image on himself. But right now, we are going to jump down this well. Um, we'll have uh, Lenore go down first. Uh, and then Truthspeaker Akram, uh, who has been uh, following behind uh, and remains very vulnerable. Um, and then we'll have uh,
1: everybody else come down. The, you, you step into the light well mm-hmm. uh, and you just gently float gracefully down about 70 feet. All right. Uh, and your feet alight on uh, similarly black stone to the room above you. Uh, This wide corridor composed of polished black granite runs north to south. A blue stone disc sits on the floor to the south with a glowing column of blue light rising up uh, from the disc through a hole in the ceiling. Uh, To the north, a five-foot-wide circular opening in the wall opens into a smaller chamber. Uh, The ceiling here is only 15 feet high.
0: Okay, so it's a lower ceiling than we are used to. Um... Uh, And okay, um, let's sort of get into a more useful orientation here. Uh, we'll put uh Damien in the back with Truth Speaker akram and I would like to make some perception checks to see if I notice any traps, hidden enemies, or another one of those tentacles. Sure, all right. Um, so I think I'll just have everybody roll. Lenore! <laughs> Lenore got a 34, and she does have see invisibility up. Are we in dim light or darkness?
1: Uh, it is dark down here.
0: Okay, does Trinia or still actually, have
1: light uh, up? Uh, Trinia and Speaker Akram would still have light up, though. Our best roll is a 34. Okay. So With a 34, um, as you're sort of like looking around the room, one of the things that you notice is uh, there is a particularly ornate a uh, seven-pointed star on the massive block of stone that you see uh, blocking this passage here. Ah. Uh, or actually, it would be off to the side of the stone. Uh-huh. Um And uh, this room is decorated with a number of uh, writings in Thessalonian, mm-hmm. uh, which um, would take you a bit of time to decipher mm-hmm. uh, if you wanted to like, actually look through them, but uh, a cursory glance seems to note that they seem to be uh, notes about uh, about the planets mm-hmm. and um, geography. Okay. Um, you will see predominantly uh, there's the runes associated with the planets uh, shown in many places, mm-hmm. uh, but they only seem to go up to uh, uh, I believe it's the sixth planet from the from the uh, sun that you know, which is Versus. Huh. Yes. Uh, and then uh, and then there's a symbol that you don't recognize. Okay. Um and Um, you will also find, uh, on a small table in the Northwest, a little, uh, a little golden, uh, orrery with, with, uh, seven circles, each bearing, uh, each bearing a little sphere. Okay. Uh, each sphere bearing a rune, runes, you know, to represent the planets.
0: Cool. Okay. Uh well, um while this seems to be a very interesting riddle. Hmm.
1: <laughs> seems I, like a riddle, yes. I
0: think I'm going to clear I'm I think I'm gonna make sure the area is clear before, sure. I, before I sit down and ponder. Yes. yes. Um, means before
1: you spend forty five minutes solving the riddle.
0: <laughs> so I'm gonna have everybody sort of move forward uh in a block. Um I will have Lenore take point and speaker Akram can Uh, find his own Uh,
1: sort of hangs out in the back
0: find his own way Um, and I will just uh, slowly move forward we're going to move past that puzzle door um, and just I would like to stick my head in through the circular opening uh, or have Lenore stick her head in through the circular opening
1: you will find a bit of an antechamber uh, upon which uh, there are uh, many old stone desks uh, which uh, are there's there's like a thick layer of uh, what seems like just dust on them. Uh-huh. Um, from from your understanding of what's going on here, this was probably paper at some point uh, a long time ago, yeah. or some sort of writing writing surface, <laughs> but now is just dust.
0: It's like uh, how toilet paper eventually disintegrates into yes. just fluff.
1: You recognize that the that the stone uh, that makes up the uh, this little space on the right uh, is in fact some sort of like plug. Mm. Uh, that bars entry into a room beyond. Okay. There is a slight gap around it, but mm-hmm. it's not big enough for like a person to get through. Ah. Uh, it's only big enough for like air.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, I I don't have like arcane eye or anything prepped because uh, it's not on any of my characters' spell lists.
1: Um. Now, uh, as you get uh, as you get toward the north end of this chamber over here Mm -hmm. Uh, the walls and ceiling of the chamber beyond uh basically there's a there's a little staircase at the top here Uh uh-huh bring truth speaker akram up uh he's falling behind you but i'm using him to indicate like where i'm talking about yes um so uh, are you moving up
0: oh um yeah actually i'm gonna have ophelia who is currently invisible um move up stealthily and just look around the corner Okay. So Lenore is about to step in and she feels a tap on her shoulder um, <laughs> and she startles a little bit and she looks around and she doesn't see anybody and then she nods as she realizes it's, as she realizes it's Ophelia who wants to uh, sneak ahead.
1: Um, yes. Um, yeah, You you step through this room filled with uh, ancient stone desks uh, feel like- laden with dust.
0: Oh, wow. Okay i got a 38 uh uh before invisible before invisibility right, i got a 19 so on die total so of 58
1: while moving for visual purposes
0: yeah so as ophelia moves through the dusty room the dust on the tables doesn't even stir mm-hmm. there are the lightest of footprints in the dust on the floor and mm-hmm and she just basically
1: uh you could be walking like 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 uh toe to heel uh very very carefully yeah uh in in such a way that you're that you don't actually disturb much beneath your feet yes
0: Lenore can actually see invisibility, so she wouldn't actually be as startled by... If- She's startled by Ophelia, but she realizes that uh,
1: yes. uh, Ophelia is Yes, you see this dotted ahead. outline of Ophelia. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, and so Lenore watches carefully as Ophelia sneaks around the corner and looks into this room
1: to the north. Mm-hmm and uh, what you find is the walls ceiling and floor of this chamber have been painted to resemble a starry sky giving the illusion of walking through space. A ten foot diameter stone sphere floats five feet above the floor near the room's southern wall. Uh, Three short metal rods protrude from the lower hemisphere radiating outward like a tripod only the rods rest on empty air rather than on solid surface. Oh cool. The sphere appears to uh, have been carefully carved with tiny rivers, mountains, oceans, and forests. And uh, if you would like, you may make a knowledge geography check.
0: I would love to. Ophelia, Ophelia does actually have no points in
1: knowledge geography. Okay, you cannot make a knowledge <laughs> geography check. Sure looks like a sphere with... It looks like a map. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a map. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> So Ophelia's going to sneak back to the group. It looks clear. Um there's a map of some sort in there and some rods sticking out the bottom. It's round like a globe. I can't tell what it's of. Uh, I
3: didn't I didn't see any enemies, if that helps. So I think we could probably figure out this door thing. We might want to um figure out a way first to keep any tentacles from coming down the well. I think that might be nice.
0: Um so, um, yeah, uh, is there some sort of check I can make to uh, determine if the tentacles are still searching or trying to get into uh, the... uh perception. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I would love so to you do roll, that. You rolled,
1: uh, what was your perception earlier? Uh, 30, 30, 34. 34. Um, you, you don't hear the sound of, like, anything coming through up at the top. All you hear is this gentle, like, warble of... <laughs> Of the, of the, uh, of the, uh, blue column of light, just constantly radiating magic. Okay. Uh, Lenora is going to go back to
0: the, um, uh, to the portal, um, uh, going back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not going to look up it, um, but she's going to move and she's going to wait to attack if there's anything that comes down. Um, Ophelia is going to take point at the other end of the chamber. And Damien is going to try to crack this riddle.
1: Uh, Like while you're solving the riddle, um, Lenore uh, will see uh, a form up at the top of the column of light. (laughs) Hey, what's going on down there? Voice of Crojan eats what he kills echoes down toward you.
0: Oh, God. Uh, How how do I tell him? Um, Damien will take a break from his. uh, Oh, no, wait. Casting spells co- s- uh, makes noise, too. Damn. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to There's some kind of thing you know, out there. Lenore, Lenore, Lenore goes and uh, looks up and makes like a like a be quiet kind of gesture, like a
2: shh. What?
1: Shhh. I can't. God, I can't hear up, you. Shut up. Can you, you hear? And you, see, you, see, you see him like lean back out. It's like, and, you just, and then you just hear a-
2: Oh,
0: from no. Up, uh, from
1: up on the on the surface.
0: Lenore yells, get down here. What? Get down here!
1: There's a bunch of stuff up here, though.
0: It's you're gonna die. Get your asses down here.
1: I going to die. He's like, whatever. And and you see him like step into the column of light and like cross his arms and just slowly float down. He's like, oh. Like at first he, he at first he sort of jumps into the column of light like he's going to like fall. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes, oh oh. Huh. Does a somersault. Because uh, guys, it's it's a feather fall thing. Uh, you you're not gonna fall. And the rest of the Thunder Callers also jump down. Yeah, um, so there's, like, um, a tentacle, like, sort of in the pool area.
3: Yeah, I'd say the odds are good that that tentacle is connected to a much larger monster, probably with additional tentacles.
1: Uh, I guess, maybe. Um, anyway, I mean, as long as you stay on the sides, um, it can't get to you, I think.
3: I feel like I don't want to be the one to test that assumption you're making.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, uh, we saw it. We saw it out through one of, like, the little portholes on the side gallery stuff. Uh, and it didn't seem to notice us. Um,
3: and, well, with all know, the shouting you've been doing, it probably has noticed you by now.
1: Yeah, it did kind of look at us when we were talking. Oh, my God. But, you know, it didn't, like, attack us.
3: Okay, I'm going to get back to work. Somebody else can chew out, Crojan.
1: <laughs> and is anybody else looking at the globe? Unia um, would like to
0: go and look at the globe. Uh, I think uh, Unia might uh, look at Trinia and say, it's possible your expertise in map-related oracle things
1: might be useful. And Trinia goes, oh, yeah, I could check it out, Um, I I guess. You know, geography's not like my my strongest subject, but, you know. I don't know much about geography. She walks around it a little bit and she goes, oh, yeah, this is a map of Galarian oh that's not right though what is wrong with it um there's like so so she points at an area an area on it where for a while you recognize the coastline Mm -hmm. but then uh you see these protrusions that don't look like anything you've ever seen on a map that makes sense to you uh where basically uh Corvosa and everything like that should be instead there is a very large piece of land that juts out into Conqueror's Bay uh, where the islands uh, that make up western Varicia are there are instead two two protrusions of landmass that go out into the sea uh, mm-hmm. there's also a, like an, another continent on here oh uh, that like that like um you guys didn't really recognize, or Ophelia didn't really recognize because mm-hmm. that's asland um and I don't know what all of this is it's she started like starts looking at like some of the other. Uh, writing on on the walls and stuff she goes oh this is Thassalon oh this is this is like super old
0: yes I imagine so um, can I make a knowledge history check to see if I can get any more information about Aslant? Unia doesn't have any ranks in knowledge geography, but they do have several in history to see if I can get some information about uh, these landmasses
1: and where yeah, it's different. Make, you can roll uh, knowledge All right. history.
0: All right, come on, Unia. They got a eighteen.
1: <laughs> your your best guess is that this that the map is just old, okay, uh, and you don't know exactly what the what why it's different and like you don't know what the deal with these extra land masses is Mm -hmm. but it doesn't seem accurate to the world as you know it
0: Uh Mm uh-huh aslan is no longer here
1: but it's on the map because the map is old yeah i mean i guess like it was there when they made the map Hmm. this means it was a really long time ago i think
0: yes i gather that most of the things in here are very very old uh Unia wants to uh just get a little bit closer to the map. Um can I see what's up with the tripod thing? Um
1: Actually can can Ophelia does Ophelia have knowledge history?
0: Ophelia does have knowledge history.
1: Yes. right, uh, uh, let's have uh, Ophelia make a knowledge history.
0: Okay. She's only got one rank in it so it's not great, but it's a lower we'll DC
1: s- for her. Yes.
0: We'll see how she does. Oh. Ophelia uh got a 19. Oh. total of uh a a 16 on die for a total of 19
1: oh a total of 19 okay so ophelia uh you will know that the reason that aslant is is showing up on this map but it's not there is because aslant sunk Yes. Uh, Aslant uh, has a lot of parallels to the mythological continent of Atlantis mm-hmm. uh, in that, uh, Ophelia, you will have heard this story a bunch of times because it's one of those stories that merfolk tell all the time uh-huh. uh, about how uh, the sinful humans of Aslant <laughs> uh, got their just desserts and were sunk beneath the waves uh, for rebelling against uh, against the uh, Abolet.
0: Ah. And the reason
1: that you all know this is because... Uh, one of the central stories in your history is how you created these ward stones to keep the, the Aboleth out of your society. Yes. Uh, and uh, so.
0: So Ophelia comes into the room. She's still invisible and probably will be for a few more minutes. Um, and she stands next to Trinia uh, and taps Trinia on the shoulder. Hey, hon.
3: Oh, hi. Hi. Oh. I heard you talking about this globe um, that has that sink. Uh, There's sort of a whole story
1: about it. It was Earthfall. Uh,
3: Yes. Yes. That started the Age of
1: Darkness. And basically, um, the Adaleth got mad at at Aslant and they called down a meteor onto it, wiping out. uh, Well, the intention was to wipe out all life on Galarian. It it destroyed the continent of Aslant and destroyed the Aslant uh, Empire. But it didn't destroy all
3: life because we're still here.
1: Yep. It's like, oh, well, that's that's good, I guess. Um, Yeah. uh, Yep. So what is it? supposed to do? She's like walking around it that and she goes and she like sort of <laughs> knocks on the side of it and and as she like knocks on it you hear a Ooh.
0: Um, can Ophelia make a knowledge engineering check?
1: No, anybody who can who knows acoustics at all oh, so would it's know. Hollow. It's hollow.
0: Oh, hello.
1: Ah. Uh. Uh, meanwhile, out in the lobby, Crojan's like You know, this place sucks. There's no treasure here or anything. I mean... Uh, I mean, got a couple of these gems. Oh. It might be good for something, but I don't see anything about, like... They got the symbol of the Thrall Keepers everywhere. But I don't know where you're supposed to get the mark.
3: Yeah, uh, we haven't been able to find it either. I think it's probably behind this door. Like, just statistically, important things are behind doors that are locked in complicated ways. (laughs) So and we have
0: Damien
1: working on that Damien, right now. Damien's uh, writing down a few runes and uh, figuring out what's going on with the runes on the table. Can door. somebody
3: go look at that orrery over there for me?
1: Yep. Uh, meanwhile, back in the room with the globe, as you guys are walking around, it's floating about five feet above the ground. Uh, Unia right? wants
0: to go stand under it and look up.
1: Unia stands under it and looks up. Hello? Yeah, you don't see, like, any opening on it or anything like that. Uh, Ternia's sort of, like, looking at it like, you know what the deal is?
2: Hmm...
0: It... I... I don't know, either. Junia, yeah, um, yeah. uh,
1: are you, are you doing anything? You're standing underneath it.
0: Um, they, um... They want to reach out and touch it. Okay. and, like, tap it. Uni will ask, is this where we're supposed to get the Thrall Keeper's mark? Just sort of ask to Ophelia and Trinia.
1: Um. And, um, you sort of like looking around. Uh, as you're, as you have your hand on it, you see, it seems that the, that the stars on the walls are seem to be glowing like a bit. Ooh. Like, they seem to glow at first just like dully and then, and then slowly they take on kind of like a, a bright. Gleam.
0: Ooh, I would like to cast attack magic on it. Okay.
1: Yeah, it radiates. Uh, it radiates quite strong divination magic. Mmm. Uh, and uh, transmutation magic. Ooh. Um, I do
0: not have any spellcraft. Um, neither does Ophelia. Does Trinia have any spellcraft?
1: Oh, sorry, it, it only radiates divination.
0: Okay, divination has some sort of
1: divination spell on it. But you're still touching it, right? Yeah. Uh, suddenly <laughs> for the rest of you, you just see Yunia disappear. Yunia? Yunia. You are now floating in a void.
2: Perhaps
0: I should have taken my hand off of the globe while we were casting spells on it. Hello? 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 hello.
1: You just hear Hello.
0: Is this some sort of desnan ritual? Ritual, ritual. ritual. How do I get out?
1: After you've been hanging in here for a moment, uh, uh, give me a will save.
0: Oh boy! Oh boy! (laughs) Will save is my best save. Uh, That is a 28. 28?
1: Yeah, you're fine. Um, You're just hanging in this void of nothingness.
0: Is this where you get the Thrall Keeper's mark?
1: Uh, and then uh, as you say, as is this where you get the Thrall Keeper's Mark? You see sort of like spinning into view all around you, just stars uh, in the shape of a seven-pointed star patterning all along the exterior around you.
0: Is that a yes?
1: They sort of like move like uh, interlocking gears. And then they fade. Give me another will save.
0: All right. I don't know if this is against uh, something that I want to happen, or if it's against like a feeble mind spell. <laughs> uh that's a twenty-six. Your friend, Sred, no, nah, Sred, no, nah, Sred, nah, Sred,
1: nah. <laughs> Um, what are you? What are you doing?
0: Um, can I move around in the space at all? Can I like swim through the 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 void?
1: You move like you're swimming and. Um. no, you don't, you don't seem to move in any direction.
0: Can I, uh, are, is there anything within, like, touching range? Can I, like, touch anything?
1: No, there is nothing within touch range of you.
0: Um, can I make a knowledge religion check to see if I can figure out what this place is supposed to be? Sure. I only have a plus four to knowledge
2: religion. (laughs)
1: Uh, 17? Um, yeah, you, you get, you get to, in some way, it seems to, you know, the, the mark that you've been seeing around everything is obviously a holy symbol. You know that it's related to Lasala. You don't know Lasala's domain, but the constant appearance of the symbol seems to indicate that all of this is in some way related to the worship of Lasala.
0: Lasala, hello. I'm Unia. A worshiper of Ariden.
1: Uh and as you say, uh, a worshiper of Ariden, uh You're uh, basically you say uh, you say Lasala, and, and you see you see this golden serpent uh, like rise up from the floor Ooh. beneath you and spread its massive wings, Ooh. its seven pointed star head slowly rotating about the axis of where the head should be, uh, and you say and as you say, a worshiper of Aridin you get uh, this imagery of you see a man dressed as an artist he shifts into a beggar then into a craftsman a farmer a fisher a hunter a merchant a scholar a shepherd a soldier a tailor and a thief you see him you see uh, you see uh, sort of patterned around you as these twelve forms take shape sort of encircling you you see above uh, this giant silhouette of a bearded man holding aloft a hammer and <laughs> hammering away at uh, at a piece of heated metal.
0: Yes, that's correct.
1: You can see uh, then you see rising up below you, and then sort of like uh, uh, pulling around you, water just surging uh, through. Through the area, and then uh, and then you you can see a glow beneath this golden green glow, pushing forth a giant chunk of stone. And as it does so, you can see you can see like arcane sigils uh, swirling around you. Uh, you see you see uh, you see it rise and breach the surface. Uh, you see uh, bricks laid around it. Forming the shape of a temple. You see priests carrying a holy book through the streets. You see a city growing around the, the symbol, uh, around the uh temple. A star stone. And uh and then finally you see uh just sort of hanging in the void, uh a floating image of eridan e-
0: Yes, that is sort of the entire story, yes. Are you the Sola?
1: Uh, and uh then then coiling around you, you see the the golden serpent again uh, uh its wings splayed out, encircling both you and the image of eridan
0: I notice you have not included the thirteenth guise of eridan the shadow
1: and there is uh, a stone pedestal appears before you. Ooh. What is this? Uh, on it, there is a mark—the uh, seven-pointed star. Is this for me? The coils—the coils, uh, the coils uh, tighten slightly, shrinking the space around you.
0: All right, I'll hurry. Unia will go forward, and they'll put their hand on the pedestal. Which hand do you hold out? first. Um, When I was looking at the folks who would show me their Thrall Keeper's marks, Mm -hmm. what hand did did they usually have it on?
1: They usually had it on their right hand.
0: Mm. Okay. uh,
1: Indicating dismissal.
0: Ah. Unia is going to put out their right hand. Okay. And put it on the column.
1: Right. You put your right hand on it and as as your hand touches it it feels like it's searing into your skin. Ah! Uh, and And as it does so uh, images of your life, actually, start to flash around. You can see, you can see, uh, a small village in Taldor, uh, where, where a group of pilgrims, uh, dressed in green, are walking through. You see, we see a skinny, uh, a skinny little, uh, child, uh, version of Yunia, uh, like tilling a field, uh, as they do so. You see the wind catching their robes, and they look magnificent. Uh, we see what would be what would be the next major memory of Unia's life after that.
0: Uh, we see Unia going into a temple of Aradon and being shown books, being taught how to read, being taught what to read.
1: Mm-hmm. We see we see a, a bearded priest standing at a lectern, uh, reading from a book bearing the, the Eye of Aradon. We see uh, you dressed in traveling clothes, um, a bit older. Uh, we see you out in the wild, uh, walking through a similar small village. Uh, we see children coming forth to you. Uh, you're a little bit closer to the age that you are now. Uh, you teaching them to read. What else did you do? When the, you were-
0: the Teaching them the scriptures of Aridin, mm-hmm. uh Teaching them about the glorious future that awaits Cheliacs, where they currently or where they now live, uh, mm-hmm. they did not used to live in Shellyax, but Shellyax has expanded, Yeah. Uh, and they shouldn't be sad, because there's glory awaiting them.
1: We see uh, you taking up a bounty with a group of people, um, and we see, and then we see a, a blinding flash as the form of a basilisk looms above you, uh, and then we see, uh, we see, you know, many of the things that you've been through since then, uh, waking up in the Bank of Abadar, Uh, we see, uh, we see the shadow, uh, looking at you, uh, as you ask questions of Aridin. Uh, we see a person with a Thrall Keeper's mark warding you off. Uh, any other memories that you feel are important to you right now?
0: Um, the Temple of Aridin in Corvosa being reformed from Mm -hmm. the shadow plane.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. Kester. We see, uh you calling forth the spirit of Lenore, Mm -hmm. the black wall rapidly approaching that as you get close, you can see it's made of chain. You see the casket. uh, Shaking. And uh, then once uh, all these images have flashed by up to the present moment, uh, there is uh, this sort of shadowy figure just, Hanging in the area around you. It drifts away from you. And as it drifts away, uh, fanning out around it, you see the 12 guises of Ariden, Uh, And it takes its place at the end of the line. And in the shadow, you can also see a lot of, like, sort of flashes of the memories that you have of interacting with it.
0: Please, I want to understand. Why did it all go so wrong?
1: And, uh, as you say that, uh, basically, uh, the- the symbol of, uh, one of the holy symbols, uh, of Arid around you, uh, sort of moves to encompass the entire area. You see a group of marines besieged on a beachhead. Uh, Shawanti warriors encircling them. Uh, you see- you see flaming ballista pelting the shoreline, catching Shawanti in the crossfire. You see, you see, uh, you see a man, a man you recognize to be Jack Theon Corvosa, running into battle with a sword, uh, with a sword raised high, uh, a priest of Aradan at his back. Uh, and as he, as he cuts through the warriors that push toward him, you see more campaigns as Shawanti are pushed from where the streets of Corvosa now stand.
2: Oh, we
0: were supposed to be You see, that.
1: you see, uh, you see a Shawanti leading, uh, leading a war party, uh, his face painted like a skull, uh, a series of, a series, a pattern of skulls adorning his chest, uh, as, as he marches, uh, into, into, uh, a burgeoning city. He drops a torch, igniting a huge fire that spreads to the surrounding buildings. We see war, battles breaking out, uh, and all all of this happening at the feet of a cathedral of Eridan. one that you recognize that now stands in old Corvosa. We see um, soldiers corralling Jyanti warriors, executing them, taking their children away. No. We see them you stop. eventually as the worshippers of Eredin are replaced with people in black metal armor. Take them away to Citadel Vraid. Take them to the dungeons of Corbosa. We see a caravan of Chawanti looking back over their shoulders uh, at, at the cliffs of the Storval Plateau.
2: No, I. I.
0: I. I, I, No, I I want. I want. I don't want this to happen again. How. I want to be better. How do I be better than this? How do I show them that we can be better than this?
1: There's nothing.
2: Tell me!
0: You're right there! Yunia reaches out to the 13 guises of eridan You're right there. We weren't supposed to do this. These are other humans. They're other people. We weren't spreading our glorious future. We were just killing them.
1: The images of eridan don't move. You are now at the base of a cathedral to Aradon.
0: When you came to my village, was that was that because you wanted a glorious future for me? Or was I just the latest in a long line of conquered people?
1: You see you see um, you see flashes of battles being fought uh, along the borders of Taldor. Chelyaks into Kadira. You see Serenites uh, and Aridonites clashing, uh, blood soaking into the sands of Kadira. Uh, You see laser fire uh, in the land of Numeria uh, and mirrored shields reflecting it back at uh, the barbarians that defend that land. Uh, You see see them also fighting against vampires and, and Uh, Essentially, what you see now is the image of the spread of the Empire of Taldor and Chelliax.
0: All this time, I've been telling myself that the reason this happened was because people were taking what you wanted and using it as an excuse to do something horrible. Did you want this? you want to help me make it better?
1: No response.
0: What am I supposed to do?
1: The images around you fade.
0: No, come back! Tell me what I'm supposed to do!
1: You're hanging in the void again.
2: (laughs) Please...
0: Has everyone just been lying to me this entire time?
1: And...
2: Uh, you just float in the darkness for a moment. Is
0: that? Oh, give, any- me, give me another
1: will save. Actually, give me two more will saves.
0: Well, that's a natural one.
1: Okay. You take 1d4 points of intelligence damage. Ouch.
0: Okay. 2 Yunia's head starts hurting Mm -hmm. They're having a hard time focusing I'm gonna make another will save Uh, that's an 18
1: Okay Uh, nothing bad seems to happen to you there Make another
0: And that's, uh 30
1: Okay, nothing bad seems to happen to you there Um, and what was the next thing that you asked it?
0: Please Is there anything good That's come of this? Anything has someone done something kind or righteous or helpful
2: or
1: mm. healing? Yeah, you see, you see, um, you see like encircling uh, you images of Eridanites building, building schools, building hospitals, healing the sick. You see them sheltering towns against dragons and giants and just. Uh, indescribable monsters. You see a glorious crusade of knights in in brilliant armor, driving back hordes of undead, led by a towering uh, undead figure. You see them sealing away that figure. You see you see Aridin in a land uh, of of stair-stepped pyramids and and jungle. Uh, shaking hands with with a man wearing uh, wearing like a golden necklace that sort of like uh, clings to his neck but like lays flat across his chest with this giant radiant image of a sun uh you see you see him uh, guiding uh, a woman who you would recognize to be uh, who would later become his herald uh, a Rosne and uh, you see you see a lot of images of good things being done in his name.
0: Is it worth it? Is there something we can do to make that worth it?
1: Yet yeah, no response.
0: Should I just wipe everything away and start over?
1: Um. Do you want to give me? Uh, actually, uh. Well, one. Give me another will save.
0: That's uh, twenty-two. Okay,
1: you're fine. Uh, and then uh, you can give me a sense motive. I if you would like.
0: I would like to do that.
1: Now that you've seen sort of what it does.
0: Uh, that's a 21.
1: Twenty-one, Yeah. You, you gather. This thing answers questions uh, about facts. Things that have happened. It will tell you history. It will show you places. It seemed that it, it when, you, when you asked if, if it knew about the 13th guys it presented the Thrall Keeper's mark so that you could share your knowledge.
2: Oh. But it
1: doesn't seem to give any moral answer. Your moral questions fall flat. Questions of facts are answered.
2: Oh, please. All right.
0: I think I have to go now.
1: Wait, and you see the Acropolis of the Thrall Keeper beneath you.
0: Do I just touch it? And Yunia, as they're asking that, they
1: reach out and, <laughs> and as, touch as, it. As you, as you are saying, do I just touch it? You... <laughs> You you feel you you are back outside the globe.
0: Yunia uh, falls to their knees as the world uh, swims around Unia, them. Are,
1: are you? Okay? Trini like comes over to you, is like, are uh, you okay? My head hurts. Uh, she's sort of like looking at you. She like looks in your eyes. She takes like the light uh that's on the end of her dagger and like holds it up. Like, is like follow me. Oh, I think. Oh, uh, well, you don't have any wisdom damage. Ow. Um Uh, <sighs> he's like, I you know I would help, but uh. I used to have lesser restoration, but I don't have it now. Oh, I can cast that. Uh, Unia casts lesser restoration
0: on himself and heals one d four intelligence damage. <laughs> let me let me roll that. Hey, heals all of their intelligence
1: damage. Oh, that's.
0: Uh, they look down at their their hand, uh, their right hand.
1: You have a symbol emblazoned on your right hand, a seven pointed star.
0: Unia holds up their right hand. I think I got it. That place is a lot. Oh, okay, actually, <sighs> my my nose is bleeding a little bit. Oh, that's probably bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's my brain. All
0: oh, uh, well, my blood is supposed to stay inside me. That's like the first thing you learn as a healer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and uh, while all this has been going on, Lenore. Yes. Give me a perception. All right.
0: Oh, that's not fantastic. Uh, that is a 20. I do have C invisibility, up. Huh? <laughs> probably doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Lenore's a little distracted. She's watching Crojan uh, at appreciating his, like, his rippling muscles and such. What and did you get? I got a 20. Okay. She's probably not paying as good of attention
1: as she should be. <laughs> the sounds from above have sort of died down. Uh, and it seems quiet. Crojan uh, is actually sort of like looking at Damian. He's like, "Why do you keep? Why do you keep doing all this? Why don't you push it?" And like no, he, he's like no. gripping, he's gripping the bottom of this stone. Actually, ah. I'm gonna have him make a uh, strength check.
3: Subdunt's it, very sensitive.
1: <laughs> sensitive, sensitive. Uh, strength check. Oh, natural twenty. Oh no. <laughs> did I? Did I get enough? This is, this is a case where a natural twenty might not actually be enough to do it am i raging actually i think yeah, i think he's raging right now let me turn this
0: <laughs> sensitive sensitive activate rage push <laughs> he,
1: you see him you see him go what the fuck is the point of this just just open it and he goes you see like the cords in his neck bulge his his arms like like, oh tighten. And, like uh you can see this this sort of like uh it's sort of like, uh, like his face reddens as wow. he's pulling at it. And, uh, he's like, Ugh. knock it off. I don't think it's going to open.
3: N- uh, it's locked. I'm working on it. Uh. Look, I know that the the symbols, the planets correspond to some, to one of the sin runes, And just trying to figure out which ones. And if we're supposed to go in order going out from the sun or going in. Mm
1: hmm. Uh, and, and, um, not that time. Uh, Lenore. Yep. And you should make a will save.
0: Uh oh. Not great. Oh, is this a uh, charm or compulsion effect?
1: No. It is mind affecting, though.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I'm not. It's just specifically charm or compulsion effects that I have a bonus to. All right. Go on. <laughs> that was a two on die for a total of ten.
1: <laughs> so, Lenore, I have some great news for you. Uh oh. While they're all doing all this thing and being very interested in what's going on with this, uh, you see, suddenly coming down, <laughs> these spiraling red. Shapes.
2: Oh, there's just
1: spirals of red slowly descending the column of oh, light. Shiny. And as you do, and as this happens, uh, you actually see like you see uh, four sets of these. Oh, shiny. Uh, technically, anyway, you should make four. We'll see. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you already uh, failed I one set. So you're fine. <laughs> um, uh, basically, the the red spirals sort of like move around you and as as you as they get closer you start to make out sort of the faint outline of humanoid forms Uh-oh. dressed in insectoid armor
0: oh no uh,
1: as as they start moving and you just like ooh pretty give me another uh will save shiny uh, that is a 25
0: uh you made 3 more oh i 3 more <laughs> Uh, that is a 27. Okay. Oh, that's another two.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, and, uh give, and, give me another set. As they sort of encircle you, gently moving, as Damien is focused on, on the runes, uh, um, and Crojan is sort of bickering with him about this, and...
0: Might Majenko notice anything?
1: Um... Uh, give me a perception check.
0: Okay. For Majenko. What is Majenko's perception modifier? He's just a little guy. Thirty-one. He also has
1: sea invisibility. Uh okay. Uh and uh Leonard, did you give me your last uh Oh last set. Last set?
0: Yeah, sure, here we go. Uh lowest was
1: sixteen. Okay. Uh as as the as as they're sort of uh encircling you, know, these spiraling red lights with with uh beautiful uh with beautiful glow you go at the last second you go wait a second
2: uh
1: and you and you recognize the effect it's the same thing that happened to you in uh in Vencarlo's house and, oh, at, fuck. and at, at that moment as you're sort of realizing this Majenko's head whips around and goes ah, ah, Red Mantis Red Mantis assassins ah, get- uh, everyone who's in this area please roll for initiative
0: uh, alright uh, sets so Lenore, Damien, Majenko uh, everybody else is fucking around in the globe room <laughs> got another two and <200. laughs> Oh boy. So that is a, that's a 12 to initiative for Lenore. I'm just going to
1: do one initiative for the Thunder and one for the Red Man. Okay. Is that okay with you?
0: That's fine. Yeah. Damien got a 14. Uh, And then I'm guessing as other people hear the sounds of combat, uh, we will be able to have them roll into initiative as well. Uh, I will say, um, it's likely that Ophelia's invisibility is gone again.
1: Yes, um, it is gone.
0: Okay. Uh, Any
1: minute per level stuff is gone right now. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oop. But freedom of movement is still up, uh, and see invisibility is still up.
1: All right. Um, the thunder callers uh, like look at look at Majenko and they go, "What? What are you talking about?" Um, and they sort of take up take steps to back up. Crojan. eats what he kills. Uh, and then the Red Mass's assassins acting in concert together.
0: Can Lenore see them?
1: Yes. Okay. Um, are going to attack at Lenore.
0: Okay. Uh, I do have uncanny dodge. Okay. Um, so I don't become flat-footed unless fainted on or immobilized. Does that, wait, does that count? Usually Lenore goes first in initiative. I haven't been here in a while. Uh, let Uh, me check. out. you can't
1: be caught flat-footed unless they have improved uncanny dodge. Ah. The first one uh, swipes at you three times and misses all three of them. Uh, the second uh, is going to, sort of, following up on that, uh, attack at you uh, three times and is going to hit you all three. Ow! So, uh, you will be taking let me see uh, 25, 30 let's see, 33 points of damage okay. between those attacks and then uh, I have sneak attack for you. Okay. What are uh, your chances of negating sneak?
0: 50%. Okay. Um, so we'll say 51 or higher the sneak attack goes off. 50 or lower, sneak attack does not go off.
1: Gotcha. So right, I have rolled
0: a 76, a 98, and a 6.
1: So you will take a combined total from that guy of 11... Uh, wait. 59 points of damage.
0: Okay, and I do have DR2 untyped, so, um... I will subtract two from each of those for a total of 53. Uh, that's... Ouch. <laughs> um, the
1: remaining one's actually going to... Uh, the closest one to standing right next to Damien. Uh-huh. Uh, it attacks at Damien, but... but uh misses as Damien essentially just steps out of the way to, like, at Majenko's warning. Uh, let me see if it gets with the last attack.
0: And my flat, Damien's flat-footed AC is 20.
1: Gotcha. I got a 15. (laughs) Aww. Uh, ah, we do hit once for 24 points of damage to Damien. Ow! Uh, and then the last one is also going to attack at Lenore. Ooh, we got one hit. 16 points and give me a roll.
0: Alright. 1D, one 100... <laughs> 28!
1: Alright, uh, so that means you don't take Sneak on that one. Uh, and then we have another so hit. Take,
0: so I take 9 points of damage?
1: Uh, on th- this next one, you take 16 points of damage. Okay. Uh, and then the last one, you're going to take 13 and give me another roll. Okay, hold on. I need to do the position.
0: Okay, and uno mas... 6! <laughs> Again.
1: <laughs> also as they're attacking you they are becoming visible.
0: So that is a minus 13 you son?
1: Uh yes. Okay, so minus 11. And now visible to everyone are four red mantis assassins attacking at Valdor.
0: <laughs> so uh this is something I, ne- I never thought I'd say. Thank goodness for uncanny dodge.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: Uh, Thank goodness for uh, Unusual Anatomy, uh, because we're not for those things. Lenore would be
1: dead. (laughs) Lenore
0: has 35 hit points remaining. Woohoo!
1: Oh boy. Uh, Damien, you now see these uh, these uh, Red Mantis Assassins Ah! before you...
3: I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this! Damien is going to five foot step back,
0: swift action, imbue my cards with plus two shocking. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to their plus one beaming, so it'll be plus three beaming. Shocking. Um, and I will cast greater invisibility on myself. Okay. And uh, with spell combat, uh, throw a full bevy of cards gotcha. at the Show red mantis assassins. Show me. Here comes the first card. Uh, coming at the guy who's closest to me. That is a 23 to hit.
1: I believe that is going to be a hit. Yes. Do do
0: do do. So that's 24
1: plus three
0: plus one D six. That is seven points of damage. We'll do it again. This is the rapid shot. Oh, uh, 19. So actually, can you draw me a card? So- uh, this is this is the only one of the only times that matters. I'm, re- I'm taking advantage of the card caster's roll dealer um, feature, which is if I draw a card that uh, matches my alignment in one or both uh, areas, then I get a bonus. Draw I've, the midwife. I've drawn the midwife. Oh fuck!
1: <laughs> you draw the midwife, uh, and uh, as you do, uh, you you sort of see. Uh, the image on the card uh, sort of appearing like a, rather than rather than like a uh, halfling woman, it looks more like a Durgar, oh. uh with orange hair. Center? Uh, and uh, it matches along one, one alignment axis.
0: So that increases the threat range of my card to 19 to 20. So I will roll to confirm. Nice. And that is, I believe a success. That is a 24 to hit? Yeah. Alright. Um, the closest one? Yes. Uh, so that does another 11 points of damage. Minimum damage on the card crit. Fucking oh, bummer. Oh, sorry. Uh, and one more. This is our iterative. Uh, that may be a miss. That is a 19. Does a 19 hit? 19 hits. Alright. Uh, so... 24 plus three plus 26. Oh, there we go! Another oh, now we have minimum shocking damage. Another seven points of damage. So Damien is invisible. He just dealt uh, 25 points of damage to the closest Red Mantis
1: assassin. And, uh, and yeah, basically you throw this volley of cards, uh, particularly standing out to you, the midwife, which crits, uh, midwife, uh, being, uh, a card that appeared to Sinter. Yes. Uh, it is from the, uh, suit of stars depicts, uh, a, a woman holding, uh, a demonic or a devilish looking baby upside down as smoke peels off of it, a little healer's kit beside her. And some kind of crying parent at her back. And the midwife looks like center. And the midwife looks like center right now. Lenore.
0: All right. Well, Lenore is having, as we say in the business, a bad time. Uh, yeah. So Lenore is going to Blood Rage. Okay. Uh, rage, rage, rage. Rage, 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 rage. Uh, greater Blood Rage. She will receive uh, 33 temporary hit points. Uh, I think it's reasonable to say Lenore had her um, faux shard out. Because she was uh, looking yeah. to attack anything that came down, and then she got yeah. Fascinated. She was on guard duty. Uh, so fine. we'll just start attacking these fellows. Um, I would like to free action, uh, activate my boots of speed uh, to enhance myself, and with that, we're gonna blend. <laughs> starting with the guy that uh, <sighs> starting with the guy that Damian hit. Fifteen rolling to confirm. Eighteen, so that crits. What's what?
1: What's your total? On sorry, what? sorry, f- sorry. Fifteen. <laughs> like fifteen doesn't hit. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. i have fifteen
0: on die. I got really okay. excited. Uh, thirty-six to hit. Okay, okay,
1: thirty-six.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, rolling to confirm. Uh, a thirty-nine to confirm. Yeah. Uh, so that crits. So we do two uh, D ten plus forty-six damage. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Lenore's mad. <laughs> and he gets to make a fortitude save. Uh, so, Oh, that is a sad roll. Uh, the crit got a total of four points of damage for 50 points of damage. And then he gets to make a DC 19 fortitude save on my staggering strike. What's the DC? 19.
1: Fails. All right. He's staggered.
0: All right. Well, right. We'll, we'll see if we can spread around the love a little bit since that guy can't make a full round attack. We'll continue the blending. We'll move clockwise. Uh, to the fellow just below him and okay. roll to hit that guy. We'll do our we'll do our hasted attack here, uh, with the highest attack bonus. That is a twenty-nine
1: to hit. Oh uh, yeah, that's gonna kind of fucking hit.
0: Alright. I will I have an AC of nineteen,
1: if you'll oh, Okay, about, okay.
0: Uh, so we'll roll one D ten plus twenty-three damage. Oh, that rolled a 9 now. So that's 32 points of damage. Okay. And then we'll smack him again. Gotcha. Moving down to smack. our smack, smack. moving down to our iteratives. Uh, that is a ooh, a 17 on die. Uh so uh ready right. to confirm.
1: Yep. For anybody who oh. doesn't remember, uh, Lenore has an expanded critical range uh, so that she threatens a critical from 15 to 20.
0: <laughs> uh, so that's a 23 to confirm. Yeah. So that crits. Okay. Uh, and so DC 19 fortitude saved from you and 2d10 plus 46 damage from Lenore. Fails. 59 points of damage.
1: He's unconscious.
0: All right. Uh, and we will continue our blend uh we'll move to the person who's flanking with the guy who's currently staggered lord how many attacks do you have this is my last attack okay it's four attacks with no. when i when i'm hasted it's four attacks oh my gosh and that is i believe a miss with a 16 yeah it's a miss. all right
1: okay progen sort of sort of stands back going he's a friend of yours would i be killing them if they were my friends i don't know
0: No, they're not!
1: Alright. Show me what you got. He's gonna hold his action.
2: you fucking kidding me, dude?
1: Uh, and... Uh, Majenko.
0: He will, um... Rifle through Damien's bag. Uh, and give Damien a potion of cure light
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you, so do, wait do you just administer the potion? yes you're like here Damien <laughs> yes. you draw a, you draw a <laughs> potion out of the bag and then
0: <laughs> so it's 1d4 or 1d8
1: 8 plus, plus 1
0: oh <laughs> uh, oh, three points of healing! <laughs> Akram
1: is going to uh, shout out uh, into the globe room quickly friends are under attack Two arms he's going to move he's going to charge house? toward bat- into battle uh, and as he does so he holds up his star knife uh <gasps> and, and as and as he does so this wave of of energy washes over all of you uh you all are going to gain the benefits of prayer hey uh, and uh, the the uh, Red Mantis are similarly going to get the negative effects of prayer.
2: Yay!
1: Crojan uh, is continuing to hold his action, and the Thunder Callers do the same. Sort of watching you guys to see how you do.
0: Um, should I roll Ophelia and Unia into yes, initiative? Yes, you can roll into initiative. Alright, come on, Ophelia. Ophelia got a natural 20! For a total of 27. Yunia. They got a 10 on die for a total of 11. (laughs) Hey! Nice job, Yunia. Okay.
1: And. If you can roll Trinia in as well. I'll roll in Trinia. It's
0: all good. Trinia, got it. Also a 10 for a total of 14. I would like uh, Lenore, uh, when she's done with her attacks. Uh, to five foot step down and to the le- down and to the right so okay. that nobody is in flanking with her anymore.
1: Gotcha. That's good. Alright. Okay. So. Um, Ophelia, you may now act after Truth Speaker Akram has now called on you.
0: Okay. Ophelia would like to double move right next to the door. Uh, where, uh, although Damien is invisible, um, Ophelia remembers he was working. So, uh, I will double move, and then, do I have any useful swift actions? I don't really need to conceal myself right now. Uh, so I think that's, I think that's
1: it. Ophelia okay. double moves. Double moves. Trojans sort of just, still uh, watching. I'm here! Holding, uh, E he's got his weapons at the ready.
0: Oh god, Lenore, that's a lot of blood.
1: Uh, the Red Mantis. First one is going to move to here. Right. Uh, and then and then uh, attack. Okay. My no sneak. My
0: AC is 26 now.
1: Ooh, damn. So I had two crit threats, but none of them confirmed. Okay. You take 28 damage. All right. Uh,
0: uh, is that for the, t- is that total? Yeah. All right. So minus no, four on that. 24
1: damage one more oh, god another fucking crit threat um and then 17 points of damage on the next okay 15 what uh i have dr2 oh, okay and then this one goes to step up uh to attack you and as it steps up crojan actually steps steps forward and takes his earthbreaker and <gasps> slams the earthbreaker into its head, connecting with the wall and smashing it against against the wall. He goes, "Hey, yeah, one apiece." sort <laughs> of like looking, and he's looking at the red mantis. He's like Len- spit- want one apiece. <laughs> red mantis is dead.
0: Lenore spits out some blood. Thanks,
1: <clears throat> Damien.
0: Oh, this uh, this red mantis didn't do anything.
1: Oh, sure. Yes, uh, this red mantis. Uh, is going to uh, five foot step closer and is also going to attack at uh, Lenore. Uh Uh, Oh, the the mantis whose head is crushed, evaporates into a a thin mist. All of them do have their mist activated. Mm -hmm. Lenore uh, it's going to hit you twice. It's not Um going to confirm a crit. However, you're going to take... Twenty four damage between two hits. Right, Twenty. And then the last is going to be a miss.
0: Alright. Lenora <laughs> is officially boom <laughs> Damien. Lenora is just like barely standing. Um Damien is going to as a swift action enter Star Toss style, which will give him a plus six to card damage. I was stretching my lower back hurts a little. Um, Sorry. No, it's all right Um oh oh okay and uh he is going to five foot step forward and just a full round attack rapid shot uh at the fellows who are hurting his friend so we have uh all right that is a 27 to hit so that hits (laughs) minimum damage on both of the die rolls but that does 12 points of damage uh, and Damien's going to throw another card.
1: Wait, uh, which one is this?
0: Oh, this is at the the one uh, near Crojan. Okay. Uh, that is a... Uh, that is the, This is the rapid shot, so that's a 30 to hit.
1: Nah, 30 is just too high. Ah! That's too good.
0: <laughs> so we'll do another one of these. That's 16 points of damage. And our iterative. Alright, that is... 24 to hit Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not doing deadly aim on these Which is why the modifier Why the to hit modifier is so big Uh, Why aren't you deadly aiming? uh, Because it's it's so hard for Damien to hit Usually and I wasn't thinking about it Uh, So that's another 14 points Of card damage to that guy
1: Do you want to turn it on for next round? Yes Okay. Uh, Trinia is going to also double move To get into range Uh, That's her turn Lenore, we're back to you. As Trinia's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, there's a lot of those those bug people. Lenore. These are the bug people you told me about, right? The ones that are trying to like kill you? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I can see (laughs) you. You okay? Nope. Okay. Lenore spits
0: out some more blood, cracks her neck, and uh, is gonna keep wailing. Um, uh, She's gonna uh, attack the guy that Damien hit. Um, uh, in the upper left corner. That is a 17 on die for a total of 38. Rolling okay, to confirm. Yeah. Uh, that is a oh, uh, 26 to confirm. So yeah, 2d10 plus uh, 40. Does does prayer double on a crit? Yes. All right, 2d10 plus
1: 48 damage.
0: It was a flat
1: bonus too? Yes. Seven. The only things that don't double on crits are extra damage, which are things like extra dice
0: Ah, okay. So that's 56 points of damage. DC 19 fortitude save, where becomes staggered. Doesn't matter he's dead. Yeah.
1: And he so evaporates into mist. Lenore
0: slices off the head of that guy, and then she turns around to the one guy remaining. She just, she she opens her mouth to try to think of something witty to say. And all that comes out is just a trickle of blood she spits it in his face and she's gonna do another uh I'm gonna do the hasted attack uh, that is a 15 on die for a total of 36 rolling to confirm <laughs> and uh that's a 14 on die to confirm so I'm thinking that confirms What is it all? Uh, that is a 35 yeah or sorry a 36 Are you power attack? 36 with prayer yes I'm power attacking I'm just fucking mad um <laughs> so uh we're gonna Do that same amount of damage to this guy. Woohoo Ooh, spicy on the 2D10. Uh 63 points of damage. Okay. We done yet.
1: Uh he's still standing. Here come the iteratives. Alright. Um
0: that is a six on die, so twenty-two. Yep. Okay, 1d10 plus 24
1: uh, You will knock him unconscious and the question is whether you kill him
0: said are we done yet? 31 points of damage
1: Not quite dead yet I think, wait, actually let me check his con Yep, this one's not quite dead yet but he is unconscious, all of them are unconscious or dead uh, We're going to clear initiative Two of them are still alive Unia.
0: Unia comes out. <laughs> Unia double moves.
1: Hello. What
0: what is going on? My head is killing me. Hello. Oh, there's a lot of, that's a lot of blood, Lenore.
1: Uh, Kurjan uh, picks up <laughs> the helmet of one of the ones who uh, has evaporated. He's like What?
0: What the hell? This red mantis stuff. Does anybody have like a healing thing? I I have a healing thing. Hold on.
1: Do you know these people?
0: We've killed them before. They've tried to
1: kill us before. Never seen people like this in the Cinderlands.
0: Yeah, I I, I, I didn't think they were around here usually.
1: Yunia's gonna roll a heal hmm. check. Oh, um, one important thing. One of the one of the surviving ones has uh for those of you who can see invisibility a little moat of invisible something floating around them
0: the fuck is that um majenko uh will fly over can majenko do a spellcraft spellcraft check
1: does majenko use damien's spellcraft you you, majenko uses majenko's spellcraft okay use the number of ranks that damien has damien has 11 (sighs) ranks in spellcraft
0: uh, with a 20, do I know what that is?
1: Um, with a 20, you will recognize that that is a scrying sensor.
0: Oh, I think something's scrying on us. I will dispel it, uh, one moment. Unia, uh, uh, which one?
1: There's a scrying sensor on the, on the center red mantis here.
0: Unia will cast Dispel Magic, uh, from their, uh, domain. Wait, somebody's with- watching us? Yeah. Who? Hold hold on. I I don't know. Unia, is there some way you can figure out who is spying on us with scrying? I do not believe so,
3: Damien. Um, not, not that I know of. I think it's probably best to just dispel it. All right. And Unia rolled an
0: eight on their caster level check. Uh, that's a nineteen. No. Not enough.
1: Yeah, you don't dispel it.
0: Is it is it gone? It's still there. No, it's still there. Uh I'll cast dispel magic again. Natural 20. Okay.
1: Yeah. With that it does fizzle out.
0: Double fuck you scrying person. Ow. Ho- hold on.
1: Let me let me heal you. So uh, somebody sent these people here. Is it for you? Probably. Hmm. Um or it actually sort of narr- narrows his eyes at you. Uh
0: like. Unia treats deadly wounds. Uh Lenore heals 56 points of damage. Oh wow, that's so much better. Okay. Ow. Okay. Ribs are hurting less now. Okay. So the thing is, um, the Red Mantis were trying to kill a guy or several people in Corvosa, and we kind of we've kind of been interfering with them um like
1: so you led them here no to our home no he actually looks at uh Unia.
0: to my knowledge nobody can follow shadow walk
1: they found you somehow
0: presumably through scrying i doubt that's anyone's fault
1: <sighs> either way you've brought this here now oh did you find it
0: the thrall keepers mark yeah Yes.
1: Where? How do I get it?
0: It's in the chamber upstairs. Touch the globe. Cast a magic spell.
1: <laughs> he sort of like he sort of like looks at you. This is the last time I help you. You all brought this here. If it hurts any of my people, it's your responsibility.
0: Look, we don't know why they're here. Hey, Speaker Akram. Hmm? You can cast
1: Speak with Dead, right? I cannot cast Speak with Dead if they've been disintegrated.
0: There are two who are unconscious still, right? Yes. Let's try casting Speak with Living. Uh, Lenore kicks the bo- the unconscious body of one of the guys. How about you try healing this guy? I'll tie him up. Uh, you want to tie him up first? Yeah. Lenore will uh, tie up the guy. I have a CMD of 30, or 32
1: while I'm blood raging. Are you are you tying up both of the living ones? Yeah, okay. yeah. So you stabilize both of them and you tie yep. them up. Yep. Uh, and uh, the, over the course of about fifteen minutes, Crojan uh, comes back. Actually, hold up. I need to have Crojan make a couple saves. This will probably not go as well as yours did. <laughs> All right. One. Oh, wow, he's actually doing really well. Hey. Two. Three. How much intelligence does he have?
0: Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Eight.
1: Let's roll some dice.
0: Oh boy. Oh boy.
1: We're, we're going at we've been here for seven minutes. 3d8.
2: Oh no. Oh no. Uh
1: shortly after, the Sklarqua come carrying Crojan. Out. His eyes are completely glassed over.
0: Oh, that's not. He
1: has a thrall keeper mark on his left hand.
0: That's not good. Uh, Unia, remembering what happened to them, uh, is going to use their pearl of power to reprep lesser restoration, and they're going to go over and uh. Cast that on Crojan, or they're gonna go up. May I, may I help? I have a healing spell that may provide some assistance.
1: They sort of like look at you, like uh, they look at Akram. Actually, Akram goes, "Oh, just, just, just let them do it. Obviously, he needs it."
0: One d four, four points of intelligence damage restored.
1: Okay, and he's sort of you see, sort of like the look of cognition returning to his. Uh, Faze, uh, the thing, big. Uh,
0: uh, Hello. Head hurt. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uni is Dead. also going to use one of their treat deadly wounds, uh, to restore two additional points. No!
1: Actually, uh, as you start doing that, he goes, No! No! stomach magic! No! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, the thunder key, the thunder callers actually sort of like push, push you back like, crojan says... No Thrill Keeper magic. You're
0: welcome for the magic I already used on you.
1: Akram goes, You stubborn bastard. Get over here. (laughs) And, um, he's going to cast, uh, cast a lesser restoration. (laughs) And, uh, let me see. What did you do?
0: I I healed four points.
1: <laughs> Crozier goes. I uh, said, "Don't want the summer." <clears throat> like, well, I am a truth speaker. Are you going to refuse my magic? No.
2: <laughs>
0: mm. Does your head hurt? Uh,
1: yeah, hurts. Do you ah. want? I can.
0: Mm. I'm just going to. No. Use, it's just a healer's kit.
1: We go now. Uh, he, he looks at the scar, at the uh, at the thunder collars. Go now, and they go. They sort of like look a little bit confused by the whole thing, but they go. Crojan has spoken, and they actually step into the column of light and wait, start to ascend. Before
0: before Crojan leaves, Lenore kind of wants to just touch him lightly on the arm. <laughs> hey, thanks for saving my life.
1: Save more lives. Hmm no more of these points at the red mantis and he pulls for any like pulls away from you and then rises into the uh, column of light.
0: Wait, we were going to question them while you were here. God, damn it.
3: <laughs> I guess I'll just get back to work on the door here. <laughs> Maybe you can keep more of those guys from falling down the well.
1: Okay, so you're so you wake up the red mantis. Yep. Damien punches in the code that he's figured out for the door. Beep,
3: beep, 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 beep.
1: Um, let's talk about some loot. (laughs) So, uh, the door will open, revealing, uh, basically this, this block of stone just starts to rise very slowly and silently. And let me see. Inside... Uh, you will find uh, a jumble of five crushed humanoid skeletons ah! in the southeast corner of the far chamber.
3: Oh, God, that's so bad.
1: Uh, stone niches in the southern wall contain a few pieces of clutter. Uh, you will find among them a collection of exotic cups, bowls, and silverware worth 75 gold. All right. Uh, you will find a bottle of air. Oh. A decanter of endless water.
0: Ooh. Ooh. A
1: sustaining spoon.
0: Hey. Uh
1: Do you want to try the sustaining spoon?
0: <laughs> it's ancient gruel. What does it taste like?
1: you want to try it? Yeah. It's really spicy. Give me four to two. two.
0: Oh, Damien. Damien, sweetheart. <laughs> That's a 26.
1: Okay, you're fine. <laughs> but your tongue is on fire. <laughs> um... You also find two scrolls of clairvoyance, two scrolls of sending, and two scrolls of dimension door. Among the skeletons, you find a crystal locket depicting a two-headed dove. Ooh. A pair of sapphire earrings. A bejeweled holy symbol uh, of Lasala. Uh-huh. Uh, and a plus one magical beast bane dagger. Ooh. a bright orange cloak of resistance plus three Ooh. and a scabbard of keen edges. <gasps> I, can, I can tell you more about those things cloak in between of sessions.
0: Plus three. Yes, it's bright orange, bright orange. Uh, yeah. I suppose this is uh these are the remains of the, um, the folks who ran in here to hide. Mm-hmm. I guess um, even with the, uh, bo- the counter of endless water, the bottle of air and the sustaining spoon, uh, they died <laughs> yes maybe they killed each other who knows huh.
3: I, I think I found some dead Thessalonians right. and a bunch of stuff
1: and uh, in the meantime uh, you you tie up the red mantis what, what do you do to rouse them
0: um Lenore wants to uh, kick one until they wake up
1: oh, the red mist effect has faded no Hey, Uh, uh, fuckhead. Have you taken off their, like, masks or anything? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We'll take off off their masks and maybe their armor, Mm -hmm. um, because I think that's where the red mist comes from. I don't know for certain.
1: You also get three, three, uh, three, or you get four red mantis worth of gear. Nice,
0: (laughs) nice. Uh, Hey, fuckhead. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You didn't turn into mist and dissolve. You're still alive.
1: Congratulations stares at you silently
0: you hey, Yudia do you have a zone of truth prepared today no fuck I do awesome <laughs> I always do do you wanna can you cast it Yep. thank <laughs> you <laughs> he
1: casts zone of truth he goes now you swear to tell the whole truth the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth so I'll help you Desna
0: what that's not part of it I, I i
1: guess well it doesn't matter if you fail the will save you have to speak the truth anyway
0: <laughs> everybody make a will save. <laughs> uh, nobody in my party they will just let you it don't happen.
1: have to be inside the emanation he puts he puts a 20-foot circle around the red mantis
0: oh okay lenore wants to be there to ask okay. questions and be physically imposing and Munia gotcha. wants to be there in case one of them tries to attack lenore. okay great um, they uh, will saves yes uh, ophelia and damien will gtfo um, Will saves Unia. Unia got a two for a total of seventeen. Uh, and Lenore had a twenty-four. Hey.
1: Okay. Um, uh, you you rouse them. Uh, they, yes. the the uh, thing goes around them. Yes. You see, uh, them stare at you. One of them shifts actually both of them shift and you see red mist start to sort of wisp off of them
0: god damn it no stop that stop that uh unia is going to cast hold person on one of them okay um the we'll say this uh this one down in the lower left corner okay. uh that is a dc 17 will save see you. we're going to let the red mist fade again
1: and uh then uh and then uh, just after you've done that the other one just Starts, start, like foaming at the mouth. Fuck, and then just collapses over on his side, and then just dis- uh, dissipates. Ugh. stop doing
0: that! Is the the guy in the lower left?
1: Yeah, uh, still held.
0: Still held. Uh, Lenore's gonna drag. Uh, him a couple, f- uh, like a couple squares away from where the mist is rising. Does the mist, mist follow? Mist
1: follows him. Oh, fuck
0: you. Um,
1: um, uh, it did seem that that there was something in the other one's mouth yes. that allowed them to uh, basically kill themselves. Yes. Uh, uh, do you, if, you need, if you would like, you can make a heal check to figure out what that is. I would love to do that.
0: Oh, a natural one, a twenty.
1: Yeah, you would find uh, in this guy's mouth a fake tooth.
0: Ah. let uh,
1: you <laughs> pull out. Uh, it contains, like, a dose of poison. I'm no
0: doctor of dental surgery, but... <laughs> I know a fake tooth when I see one.
1: And his blood is sort of, like, oozing out of the hole. guy still held in place.
0: Are you gonna behave?
1: Hold person uh, eventually fades and goes, I am loyal to the mission.
0: What's the mission? He's
1: silent. Did you come here to kill
0: us? Come on, that one's obvious. You can at least say yes.
1: And um, he's perfectly quiet. <sighs> this fucker. I think, in the interest of time, though, <laughs> we are going to end here for now, <laughs> and we will pick up with the interrogation of the living red mantis next, next time. On, on curse, curse of the, the crimson throne. throne! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Heaven to Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Duxer. The Pathfinder RPG and the Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with their community use policy. This session featured music from Michael Gelfi Audio. See the description for a full track list. The Thrall Keepers Mark section of this episode was edited and mastered by Liam Wilkinson, whom you can find at liamwilkinson.com. That's Liam, L-I-A-M, Wilkinson, W-I-L-K-I-N-S-O-N dot com. Sound effects were produced by Sirenscape. You can find more sound effects for your own tabletop games over at sirenscape.com. We are on Twitter. Uh, X, I guess. At to have and to roll. Rain is at rain zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We are also on Tumblr, to to haventaroll.tumblr.com. And we'll be back again in two weeks as tensions boil over in the questioning of the Red Mantis assassins. How dare they attack Lenore? How dare they hypnotize her with their dancing? And how dare they make us look bad in front of Crojan? Hopefully we'll find some answers next time. Bye!
1: Hi, Rainier. Uh, this is obviously where the bloopers usually go. Uh, and uh, as a person who always loves the bloopers uh, on the special features of movies and things, I always feel it's important to have the bloopers. Uh, however, in this episode, we didn't have that many bloopers. What we did have, however, was uh, some deleted scenes. Since we brought in Liam to do the sound effects and mastering for the Thrall Keeper section, there were a couple things that we decided to cut. Uh, just in the interest of not bogging the scene down with mechanics or things that weren't relevant to Unia's backstory directly. Uh, so I've I've taken those parts and I've uh, put them in as like a deleted scene here at the end of the episode. Uh, thank you for listening this far, if you've come this far, uh, and I hope you enjoy this little extra bit of Thrallkeeper Keeper stuff. Which hand do you hold out first?
0: Uh, left
1: hand. Ah, as you as you raise your left hand you see imagery around like enveloping the left half of the sphere of of you standing there holding uh like raising your hand up uh and calling forth uh a number of creatures what Like no. before you've touched the symbol
0: no 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 um Uh, uni will raise their right hand
1: as you raise your right hand you see an image of you on your right side holding up your palm and blasting away uh similar creatures
0: do the creatures look familiar to me
1: um you do you don't have spellcraft no (laughs) um make a knowledge religion then okay uh 20 okay the creatures that you see here let me pull up the list real quick uh it seems to be a number of creatures uh one of them being uh a babau okay demon uh which is a red uh very lithe demon that uh wields a spear there's a bearded devil which is a devil that you guys actually fought once before oh. uh which is uh which is a, like kind of a hulking devil with like these sort of tendrill-y beard coming off its face that it can actually use as an attack uh. there is an azada. Uh, a uh what you would recognize as a berlini azada
2: mm-hmm.
1: which is uh, a elf like uh creature uh, with silver white hair that crackles with lightning wielding a
2: bow-hmm
1: you also see a lion uh a a, a series of elementals uh a uh chitin uh which uh, which we recognize as a chain devil which is basically a person who is completely wrapped in chains uh and uh sort of has them falling off at every angle wielding hooked uh chains you see you see uh a a whale uh beneath oh uh you see uh a uh the outsider known as a salamander uh it's not like the uh animal of the salamander it's a giant Serpent-tailed creature with, uh with like red skin and a penchant for being in fire. Mm-hmm. It's a, mm-hmm. it's an outsider from the plane of fire. And you finally you see a uh, a creature with red skin, four arms, and like a sharp mouth, and it's like sharp pointed teeth, which you would recognize to be a zil. Together, these monsters make up the monsters that you can summon with summon monster five.
2: Oh so
1: uh you raise your left hand and you see them conjured forth. You raise your right hand, you see them you see them blasted back.
0: Mmm. Okay. Uh so this is sort of this seems to be a which spell would you like? Mm-hmm. Uh do I recognize the blasty? Uh um
1: yes. it seems to be dismissing them oh. as the spell dismissal.
0: Oh, what about the paladin of Aradin who destroyed Kazavan? What happened to him?
1: You see a paladin of Eredin bearing, uh, bearing a brilliant symbol on his plate armor. You see him actually standing similarly, looking at this place. Uh, pulls his hand away with a Thrall Keeper mark on, it, on his uh, left hand. Uh, And uh, then going backwards, you see, you see him uh, fighting, uh, fighting in uh, a crusade of some kind. Uh, You see, you see him uh, wielding a brilliant blade, like wrapped in a wrapped in a golden cloth. You see a banner of uh, what you recognize as being the banner of last wall. Mm. Uh sort of the bastion against uh the rise of Tar who was a necromancer who tried to take over the world with an army of the undead. He was stopped. That was actually one of the things that you saw recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um you see you see basically um you see you see this man uh sort of sort of in a war room speaking very animatedly um as to like a bunch of what looked like politicians. And then uh, we see those politicians sort of giving like like motions as if to placate him. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then and then uh, we see an image of those same politicians shambling uh, toward the city as animated undead. Oh, God. And uh, then we come back to him standing here.
0: What about the other people who've gotten this mark? Where did they come from? What did they want?
1: You see sort of encircling you like the coils of, of Lasala's body, uh, rows upon rows of people. Uh, mo- most of the recent ones being Shawanti. Every now and then you'll see like a- an adventurer who seems to come from another place. Uh, and then uh, going back far enough, you start to see people dressed in these elaborate, uh, well-pressed, like heavily starched robes. Uh Like, sort of just encircling you. Mm. Uh, Sort of a continuum of people that seems to go back millennia. And this place, what do you want? And, uh, actually, give me another will save. Uh,
0: that is a natural 20.
1: Okay. Um, with, uh, like, uh, basically, as you ask, what do you want? You see images of war. You see images of everyday life you see you see um maps and charts and all sorts of uh various things you see runes patterning the walls you see arcane spellcasters working away uh in in their labs uh and all these things are flashing like super fast give me another will save all
0: right <laughs> that's uh 30
1: mm. okay and you're fine um uh and uh, then and then basically it all just kind of fades you want knowledge.
0: Everything we have. Uh, my head hurts. Please, how do I leave?
1: And you see it's almost like like laid out below you, an image of Galarian. You can see it sort of like slowly revolving beneath you. Uh-huh.
0: Unia will point at the cinder lens. I don't think it, they
1: have a... As, as you point, it it goes. It grows bigger and bigger until you can see the broken Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers, uh, like, beneath you. Oh. Uh, um, one, one last thing, I suppose. What happened to this place,
0: this Acropolis?
1: You see, the people uh, who you recognize as being some of the first who received the Thrall Keepers' mark. Yes. Summoning forth... Uh, various creatures. You see them conjuring forth uh, things that look like red, red, spindly spiders with skull-like heads and little pinchy claws. You see them calling forth uh, what look like children uh, with hollowed-out eyes uh, made entirely of light. What? Uh, you see them calling forth uh, ever greater and greater creatures. Uh, eventually you see them you see them encircling a pool of dark water and then tentacles coming forth and <sharp inhale> like uh reaching into various places and you feel things cracking and falling around you Oh no. uh and uh and you see you see people rushing uh to uh, a to a uh door where they quickly press a bunch of symbols on the wall and and uh giant piece of stone uh raises up as as uh you hear these bellowing uh otherworldly roars emanating from somewhere above uh and then the and then the stone slamming shut behind them oh god should i make another will save yep make another will save uh that is a 30 th- a 32 you're fine
0: uh,
1: uh. what's your mod
0: it's a plus 15
1: okay you can only um, fail on a net one. Alright. If you if you use your swift action to imbue the cards this turn, you get the arcane strike. Uh huh. And then next turn you can uh do mirror image.
0: I suppose that involves me surviving to next turn though. That doesn't
1: involve you surviving. <laughs>